Um, so we've talked in the past about uh, PTSD. You had some suggestions mm-hmm. for those suffering PTSD. Maybe go into that one suggestion you had was trying to get through the maze of where to go for help, was dealing with maybe contacting state assembly. You gave some other suggestions. I, I know if I've recently learned that contacting a uh, federal congressman tends to have some merit also in getting things to move. Excellent. What other advice do you have today in helping with PTSD, uh, with the VA, as well as any family law issues that come about from that? Well, I want to bring this back into the divorce context because one of the things that PTSD does is put kind of a scarlet letter on the service member who's engaged in a custody battle with his spouse over the kids because the spouse, the other spouse, and the other spouse's attorney will use the PTSD label against the service member. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to overcome this. It's difficult to overcome it because PTSD is a continuum, and at the lower end, it isn't really that much of a big deal when it comes to the person's interaction with the rest of the world. At the upper end, it's a big deal. Right. So your job when you're representing a service member who has been diagnosed with PTSD is to show that that person's symptoms are not at the upper end and will not interfere with parenting skills. Okay. And that's frequently, that's often, that's mostly the case. They don't. Right. Now, one of the things that this this connects the dots with the VA here because the VA is supposed to be helping these guys and supposed to be helping girls and helping them as quickly and efficiently as possible. Now, in the meantime, they're probably getting divorced because most of these guys start their divorces. Keep forgetting the girls, excuse me. Most service members, they get involved in their divorces fairly soon after coming back, having aggregated wounds, aggravated wounds, and aggravated psychological symptoms coming from the stress of combat and the wounds themselves. And a lot of the symptoms that are described as PTSD symptoms aren't really psychological symptoms at all. They're symptoms that arise because of the tremendous physical damage some of these people have suffered in IED explosions and firefights. So they have to get help faster than they're getting the help they deserve. Yes. And also, there needs to be some interface between the VA people and the divorce bar so that we can get these guys to come and testify about the care they're getting and about the progress that they're making. Right. I have a case right now where I'm going to have to pull in some therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist to testify probably in a trial in this February that involves custody determinations. It's notoriously difficult to get physicians to show up pursuant to a subpoena anyway. They just disregard them because they're more important than the average bear, of course. Right. And I don't know what kind of luck I'm going to get, going to run into getting someone from the VA hospital to take the time off to come and testify at a trial about what my client's mental state is going to be at that particular point in time. He can take the witness stand and testify all he wants about how good he is now and how much improvement he's made. But the other attorney is going to rip the guy apart. This is just so tragic to me that we can have our military heroes go and literally put their life and limb 
uh, on the line for us and then come back and be faced with um, an adversarial situation to where they're already faced with the with the divorce they're already faced with you know child custody and settlements and situations that have to go on but to be demonized and vilified and made to feel less than because of the normal fallout from combat just breaks my heart. Well, there's good news here, though. And the good news is that over the course of time, the courts of appeal in California have made it fairly clear that parental rights cannot be compromised or denied simply because of unusual physical conditions, disability, psychological issues, you have to be fairly incapable of exercising decent parenting skills for a trial judge to be within his or her rights in compromising those parenting opportunities. Well, good grief if the octo mom can have, you know, 45 kids that she can't even afford to take care of and doesn't have the sense God gave a chicken, (laughs) you would think our military heroes would be allowed to have child custody given some post-TSD. The the, the octo mom's not in my career, not in my my, uh, my, my view here, unfortunately, unfortunately, Andrea. But... uh, I have hopes that this situation will improve over the course of time. I think the the focus on the VA has undoubtedly raised the attention level of people about these problems that people who are service members who have been in combat or have lost legs or right. broken backs or what have you. There, there's I think there's going to be a higher a level of understanding and appreciation of what they're going through. And And what I hope to see is the... Is a disregard in the future, a lesser regard in the future, to the psychological aspects aspects of this, and the physical traumas these people have been through. Just plain physical trauma, right? You know, uh, the physical and the mental. You can't disconnect them, right? They're, they well, body, mind, and together. spirit. Body, mind, and spirit. I mean, it's all connected. Yeah. So if they get treated, they're going to get better, right? And uh, we have to recognize that and cut them a little slack, I think. Now, do you think that that, that veterans that have legal um, counsel like yourself might have a better chance at getting seen and getting help in the VA if they've got somebody on their behalf? You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't think really, to be honest with you, there's anything that I can do directly with okay. the VA. So they don't get scared when they see an attorney's letterhead come their way? My, <laughs> my client needs to be seen immediately? Well, I'll tell you what, Andrea. The next what? time the situation arises, I'll write in one of my classic FU letters and we'll see if it will. We'll, we'll, Silky Stan <laughs> getting strong, down strong, for strong, his clients. Strong letter follows. You know? Good. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We'll, we'll, and we'll see what good it does. Well, no, I know that you do a lot of good um, for all of your clients. And if you're listening out there and if, and if you have post, po- post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, or if you've got any other family law issues that you think you're facing or anticipating facing, call Stan. You know, Google him, Stan Prowse, P-R-O-W-S-E. Go to stanprouse.com. You can also click on the archives and hear all of Stan's past interviews with me. He's also written an article on every topic of... You know, family law you can think of, direct to the military and for the civilian population as well. 
So thanks for being here, Stan. Anything final you want to share? Always a pleasure, Andrea. All right. Well, you got to keep fighting for the right, as you do here every day. That's right. I fight for it.